Hey, hey, welcome to the Tri Lakes Insider Podcast. Today we are going to talk to Whitney Rogers from Norfolk Soap Company. I came across Whitney in my Instagram feed and I was immediately captivated and intrigued by her beautiful products. I hope you will enjoy my chat with Whitney as much as I did. Welcome to the Tri Lakes Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Rottmeyer. I'm a realtor, marine, and gourmet marshmallow maker. After living in big cities around the world, we landed in the Tri-Lakes area of Arkansas. In this show, I want to bring you along with me as I discover all our area has to offer. Whether you are thinking of moving here or vacationing here, I hope you will enjoy the cool people doing cool things that I will be bringing you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's go. Welcome everyone to Twin Lakes Insider and my guest today is Whitney Rogers of Norfolk Soap Company and I'm super excited to have you here because anybody who's been on my YouTube channel knows of the lye soap that I found to keep the chiggers away (laughs) and I'm pretty sure that your soap is a little bit better than that so tell me who you are tell us who you are. My name is Whitney Rogers. Um, I am just a local stay-at-home mom who decided to start making soap because of my family's allergies and the issues they were having with skin sensitivity, and it has just grown from there. So, so you're a native to the area? Yes, I grew up in Izzard County, and then we moved to Baxter County after college. Excellent. So you say sensitive skin. So does this mean that your products are, are hypoallergenic? Is that the right term? No. So as a soap product, we cannot make any medical claims. Okay. The, um, the, a soap of like soap that you would get at the grocery store, like Dove and some of the more main line soaps are not actually soap. They're not a lie oil product they are a synthetic detergent bar if you look at it they they will say they they'll say a beauty bar they don't say soap they say beauty bar um and they're using a lot of products that are not necessarily they're not bad for your skin but they're not super good for your skin for some people me myself I never had a problem but my husband couldn't even handle the most sensitive bars out there for sensitive skin um and he personally would love to purchase um, soap. And when we were out one day, he goes, what do you think about making your own soap? And I'm like, oh, it's funny you should say that. You know, I've been doing some research and we we did more research and we just went from there. But um, it's just one of those things, my, product, my products, you know exactly what's in it. You've heard of every single thing. It's super easy to look at the ingredients and be like, oh, okay, this is going to work. Or Oop, no, I don't need to have that because I have an allergy versus if you look at a beauty bar from, you know, the grocery store, more than likely, you're not going to be able to know what most of the products are. Okay. So you said lye based. So is your, are your soaps lye based? Yes. I, all of my soaps are lye soaps. Um, I use a little, there, there is a soap called Melton Boar that I use to make little cute little fun tops, but mine are completely lye-based. I use um, a five oils as my main product and then with water and then you just mix it all together and it creates soap. I also have a few goat milk soaps as well. That's awesome. So 
when I was looking for something, I had, when I first started selling real estate, I got into chiggers and I had no idea what a chigger was. I'm from Chicago. And I woke up, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I have chicken pox. And my husband laughed at me. He's like, no, I think you got into chiggers. So this year I swore there was like, no way I'm getting into chiggers. And I was doing research and it said lye soap. So the lye soap that I got, it's just very mm, unhappy. It doesn't smell good. And it's, um, it yeah. doesn't, I'm sure it does what it's supposed to do. It probably chases them yeah. away because it doesn't smell good. You know. So what, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't even give the, um, like it doesn't bubble up and stuff. Do yours do that? Or is it, is that just a, mine? A, mine create a really good lather. Nice. You're not going to get like huge bubbles mainly because we have hard water in our area and it's really hard to get a good bubble from, um, a lye soap because of that. But mine, you're going to get a really good lather right from the beginning. Um, I have noticed that, so I use fragrance oils. I do not use essential oils. They are, um, they're a little bit more temperamental and you have like a usage rate that is super, um, low and a lot of people, you can, you can harm people with essential oils. So I try to stay clear of that. Plus I like the variety of fragrances you can use. So I make pretty bars is what I consider them. Thank you. I, I like to use colors and different fragrances to kind of go with those colors, um, mainly just because. I think they're more appealing to the eye and I like, I like fun scents. And so that's what I tend to go for. But yeah, I, my sub's great. If, if you get the right combination, you can get a good lather out of them. And depending on the person, they could last anywhere from weeks to a month. Like, um, I have noticed that men tend to use soap like they tend to go for a harder lab. Like they tend to use a lot of soap at a time. Um, and so they could go through a bar quicker than some girls can. But um, I've used mine for my face. I use, you know, I mean, it's great for basically anything. So I read that it's very, lye is very good for your skin. It and is. it does the soap, the bars that we have have lasted. A, I mean, we've only ever opened one and it's lasted <laughs> a long time. Yeah. Um, so how do you decide on which fragrances to use? Do you have some that you use all the time? So I have eight fragrances that I keep in stock at all times. And they are ones that over the past, I've been open, um, June 15th will be my one year, but I've been making soap a little bit longer. And so the scents that sold well or that people asked for more, those are the ones that I've now started keeping in stock, in stock year round um some of those are like my bourbon wood and the tobacco fragrances are two of my top manly fragrances but also black raspberry vanilla uh oatmeal honey and hello beautiful those are some of my more uh feminine or clean type scents so those are some that i keep in stock all year and i've added a few more since then like lemon and lavender and cactus blossom and I've added a few more men lines but then I do seasonal scents so this summer I've got um watermelon I've got um some more banana coconut kind of stuff um I'm trying to think what all my summer line is Bahama vacation is one of them and that sounds like a good one (laughs) oh it's it's gonna be super cute it has not 
um, it has not hit shelves yet because I redid the design. And so um, it's only available at one location and it's not available online yet, but it will be. And then, um, but I switch it up periodically, like because soap takes so long before it's ready to be used. Okay, um, how long does it take? Six weeks from oh, production wow. to like, so you make it, you'll make it on one day, 24 hours later, you can cut it and then you have to let it sit for six weeks. And that's really, it's called the curing stage. And the water is basically uh, evaporating from the soap, making it a harder bar and, and more user-friendly. So you can use a soap 48 hours after you've made it, but it's not going to be very hard. So it's going to be a soft bar and it's going to, it is going to dissolve quicker. You're going to find you use it faster. Do you, you, do you leave it out? Like to have the water come out of it? Do you leave it out? Mm -hmm. I have mine on bookshelves and they actually currently live in my dining room because, um, I, I have a home office and that's why I was keeping it. And then the more fragrances I was using and the more soaps I was creating and the higher demand, I ran out of space. And every time somebody would come over, I'd be like, Ooh, come smell my new soaps. So my husband was gracious enough to put in some bookshelves and we have three bookshelves that house the soap in our, in our house. Um, or at least the ones that are, are curing. And then once they're cured, I put them in a box, like a cardboard box to kind of contain their fragrance to one location because it can be overwhelming when you get in and you realize oh my gosh there are 16 different types or 20 <laughs> different types of soaps up here and you can kind of go nose blind to them so it's nice to put them in their own container so that they're all keeping their scent stronger um, but with also with soap because it's curing and the water is leaving um, you'll notice like when you first purchase it that sometimes the soap isn't very strong scented but the moment you put it in the shower and you introduce it back to water, you will notice that you can smell it better, um, which is great. But as far as keeping the bar for a longer amount of time, the best way to keep a bar is to put it, like once you're using it, is to put it where it can dry out. Because if it sits in water, it will start to dissolve. Like those oils will start to dissolve and you'll notice your bar gets mushy. So all you know, putting it somewhere where it's, uh, not sitting in its own pool. So up above, Walmart has these nice little soap savers you can put them on. Um, things like that will help you keep your bar. So do you have to cook that? I do not cook mine. Um, there's there's three different types of soap. So there's a hot process, which is cooked with, um, most people use like a crock pot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were to go to like Silver Dollar City, you would see them making it in a kettle. Um, that is what I would term a rustic, rustic style soap is basically just making it go faster in the, in the process, um, where mine takes 24 hours before I cut it. You can cut that, I believe at like eight to 12, you can cut it, but, um, because it also quickens up the process, you're limited on your designs and how much color it you can use, um, typically you'll see them in a more natural state with no colorants, one color, sometimes two. Um, I don't see them very often with more than that though. I use cold process. So I mix my lye, my water, and then I put it and then, and all my oils are mixed separately. And then you pour your lye water into the oils and you, you blend it. And then you add your colors and your fragrances, and then you create your designs in your container. 
So that'd be cold process. And then melt and pour is something you'd get like pre-made and you cut it up and you basically just melt it in the, in the microwave, add some color fragrance and you pour it into whatever mold you're using. And it's basically good to use immediately. So. Okay. That's interesting. I know when I was, when I first was investigating the whole lye soap thing, it talked about a process of having to cook it. And I thought, well, that's not something I'm going to do. <laughs> no. Um, so that, yeah, that's the hot process is, is the cooking. Um, it's a little, I haven't done it more mainly because I didn't want to sacrifice one of my crock pots and I didn't, um, I, I was more interested in the colored, the, the more prettier designs. Um, I never thought of myself as a rustic type person. So I went with something that I would buy <laughs> is something that I want to make for my customers. And it's beautiful. I've, I've really stalked your Instagram account quite a bit since I found you. That's where I found <laughs> you. And I'm, it's so pretty. Um, I'm a lavender everything and your lavender with all the different purples yes. is so pretty. Thanks. I, um, I, I have, I am not a floral person. And so you'll notice that up until the spring, I, I didn't really have any florals. And then um, over the winter, I found three that or no, I guess technically four. So now I've got, I've got the lavender, which is going to be a year round fragrance because it has been, um, it is a like top seller fragrance but I also have a honeysuckle which is in goat's milk and it's it is really nice I did a short release of that last fall and it went over super quick um people were like I need more so that has come back and then I have the grapefruit rosé which is a grapefruit rose combination kind of tones down that rose scent and gives it just a hint of citrus it's one of my favorites right now um and it has a clay mixed in it for colorant. So it's really nice and silky and just really nice. And then um, one of my summer fragrances is called Summer Bouquet is a gardenia. Oh, I love gardenias. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's super good. I found that this over the summer or no, over the winter when I was um, trying out some new scents, I, I purchased fragrances in a one ounce container to basically figure out if I like the scent or not. So at the moment I have like 200 containers of fragrances that were good, but just weren't quite good enough for me to make a soap with or for me to make it into a large quantity. And so I have started making um, like just a one pound, like five or six bars at a time out of some of these fragrances. And I have a scent tray that I take out to businesses and I'll put those on the scent tray because they can purchase all of those and I don't have to advertise or do anything special. I just put them on the scent tray and they're available if they want them. If they don't, they will eventually make it to a mystery box that I will sell somewhere. So that's a great idea. So tell me about the goat milk. What does that bring to the soap? So um, a goat milk, will replace water in your in your recipe and it helps lower the ph level um, in your soap which makes it more gentle for your skin um, people like younger the younger kids and people with sensitive skin it's a really good idea to use a more sensitive soap sometimes um, sometimes they just can't handle the higher pH level that comes with a normal bar of soap. And so it is a good alternative for those that need a little extra love. 
um, is what I would, is what I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm currently actually using one of my oatmeal honeys. I've been practicing with some um, loofah bar, loofah circles. And so trying out some new stuff with that. And I will say it's nice. It's it, the goat milk soap is nice. It really does um, just kind of, I don't know, just seems nice on the skin a little bit. Nice. So I was looking at your products and you have more than just soap. Yeah. I started branching out. I started branching out um, this past fall. Just, I don't know, you know, when you, when you start making certain products and you start watching all these things and people are like, oh, you can make this and you can make that. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to make those. And then I'll be like, you know what? I just spent $25 on a dry oil mist and didn't like it. So then I was like, well, can I make my own? Well, now I make my own and I love it. And what is it? Because I saw that. Okay, so it's a it's a it's an oil mist like you would spray after a shower, um, maybe after you can use it. It's it's supposed to hydrate your skin, so okay. you would use it like after a day on the lake, after your shower, right before bed, um, and it's a combination of oils and other um, products that basically it's just a spray on oil, but because of the way it's made, it dries faster and it doesn't leave your skin feeling oily. They just feel really smooth and hydrated and they're scented so you kind of get like a little nice scent before bed or after your shower um I love them it's a new thing that I had found over the winter and then I started trying out recipes and I found something that I really liked with some oils that I like and then next thing I know that that's my dry oil mist and I it's it sounds amazing it's really, it's really nice. It's really great. Like I said, it's going to be great this summer after sun. Yeah. Um, and then I, I use it every night on my legs. Just, I like the scent and I, I like to feel my, my legs tend to get dry. So I always use it, but um, I have that. And then I have a sugar scrub, which I make four of. I have two brown sugar and two white sugar scrubs. Um, the white sugar, I have a citrus blend and lavender. And then in the brown sugar, I have the oatmeal honey, which has colloidal oatmeal and powdered honey in it. Um, and it, oh, it's, it's nice. It's almost like you're rubbing yourself with a cookie. Um, right. <laughs> that is, I can get behind that. Least, right. And it leaves you smelling like honey. And then the coffee one is currently is the one that's currently in my shower. Um, and it is brown sugar and coffee plus um i use three different types of butters so cocoa butter mango shea butter oils um they, they're melted down and mixed together i use a little bit of beeswax and it creates this my sometimes you'll find some that are runny and i'm not a, i'm not into the runny stuff because it just gets messy so mine is a thicker sugar scrub and you spoon it out or scoop it out however you want to do and it rubs on really nice you don't have to use a lot but it does rub on really nice um, but it's also not going to like slide down your leg because it's got so many oils in it it's a it's a more thicker product and then um i have foaming bath salts which are epsom salt meets bubble bath so mm-hmm. normally you'd get like a salt salt soak for your thing which i do have some of those um but this creates a nice bubble bath as well. So you're getting two for one and they come in lavender, lemongrass and oatmeal honey. Um, They lavender oat. So the lavender has colloidal oatmeal as well. Um, The lemongrass does not. 
Um, and then the oatmeal honey actually has milk powder and the colloidal oatmeal. So, um, so yeah. now and we then, all want that. Where yes. are we going to find them? <laughs> um, so I am on Facebook. Check you out, Norfolk Soap Company. Um, or I'll put all your contact information down yes. below. But yes, tell us where we can find so, you. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as far as keeping up with what's coming out. Um, I have an Etsy page, but I also am launching my own website with the NorfolkSoapCo.com. And you can purchase directly from that. You can even message me on Facebook. I'm, I'm more than happy to do a direct message with you to kind of help you figure out what scent is in your preference. And I saw on your website that you do custom I do custom scents or custom combinations or what is it's, that? It's everything. So okay. I sometimes you'll you have, might have a special occasion, or you need. So at Christmas time, I had a person contact me and they wanted to make they wanted some small soaps for all of their coworkers. Well, that was sixty three people, and so I worked with her and I was able to custom make you know, these small bars of soaps and she was pretty open to fragrances. So I was able to use um, multiple different fragrances and package them up nicely. Um, I have the, I have a order this summer for Domino looking soaps. And um, so basically it's for like, you know, maybe you really like a fragrance and you want a whole loaf of this fragrance. Well, Hello. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I make them in a loaf. So uh, you put it in a, a, I mean, I call it a loaf, but it's, it's basically like a open box and okay. uh, lined and then you pour your soaps in there and then you wrap it and you let it sit overnight and it gets really hot, which is called the gel phase and then it cools down and once it cools down enough, you can cut it and then you're ready to go. So I call it a loaf and uh, it's usually 10 to usually 10 bars. Sometimes you'll get 11 out of it. Just sometimes the cut doesn't always go. So I always say 10 bars is a loaf. And, um, but at the same time, it could be something like, Hey, I have a resort and I want to put a signature scent in my, my resort. And I want it to be a outdoorsy woody scent. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not something I would normally carry, but it, it, you know what, if you want to order, you have to order it by the loaf and I can get you, you know, however many loaves you want. So would so. you work with somebody on the, the formulation of it then too, to make sure it's I, what they're looking for? Or how would, how I, would that go? I typically use the same formulation that I have. If mm -hmm. they have a request for something like, oh, they want to shea butter or they want it to exfoliate, um, I'm willing to work with them, but um, I don't typically put butters in my soap. So that it's like an additional cost versus like exfoliation. If it's not something completely crazy and I have it, like, I mean, right now I have like five pounds of ground up walnut shells, you know, so. <laughs> hey, you never and what do you do with those? So I have a new, it's an, it's an exfoliant. I have a new, um, I bought it because it helps your soap look like sand in a design. And it, it was, so I bought it real literally for a color aspect, <laughs> but, uh, that was the smallest size I could find. And I I've incorporated, I have a new men's soap called fierce. It's activated charcoal and, um, the way the color is it's like this grayish black at the bottom with the 
ground grounded walnut shells and it has a blue strip and then the top has no ground no walnut and it's just the activated charcoal so it's black blue black and then the bottom has the exfoliation that way it gives you a little bit of exfoliation but the whole bar isn't crazy so um it's nice it's not bad i i was looking for something that would give me a sand look is why i bought it but it's nice, but you could use things like colloidal oatmeal is a good exfoliant. Um, I have poppy seeds in my watermelon soap and um, it's good, but you use it in smaller quantities because it is a little bit rougher, but you can put salt in bars. You can put seeds like, I'm trying to think what kind of seeds they use. Um, cranberry seed? No, that's not it. There's a red seed. I'm trying to think. What is granite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't even know if that's it. There's a red seed out there. And I'm like, I'm just staring at it thinking, I'm going to figure out something I can use this red seed for. Because you can see it, right? So it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's pretty. Um, you can do, I mean, there's all kinds of things. I was, you know, you learn something every day. And I follow several groups where people are discussing. And today somebody was like, yeah, I went and picked out dandelions out of my yard and infused some oil with his dandelions. And typically, I know you would scoop those out, but she instead blended them up so that they were super thin and little specks, and they she used it as an exfoliant in her soap. And I'm like, wonder if I have any dandelions left. <laughs> I would be really cool to just try practice. Um, I'm all about trying. And unfortunately, my poor husband, he gets the brunt of all of that. He is my Ooh, come smell this new fragrance I got person or hey I got a new bar why don't you try this out for me and tell me what you think I need an opinion other than my own um so he's your he's your tester hey so he does he tester. does he do it yeah is he oh, happy he, to help you oh yes yeah I make marshmallows very, very and my husband important. will not make will not eat a marshmallow <laughs> um you know <laughs> that's he, great I'm glad he helps you it's not something he has to ingest so true, it's not true. <laughs> It's not, it's not too bad, but he, um, yeah, he's willing to try this stuff. I've even made him beard oils before and he's given me pointers on that. And oh, are uh, you selling beard oils? Not yet. Okay. I, I started it, but I, I, I have two products that are sitting on the shelves waiting for me to figure out my labels, beard oil and lotion. Okay. Um, I will be, so I will be vending at the Summer on the Square Festival that's coming up next, the 29th, mm-hmm. and that will be the debut of my lotion. Um, and then the beard oils, hopefully will start soon after that. It, they may wait till fall when men typically grow out more. Um, I know my own husband has has trimmed his up for the summertime, but my husband. Um, <laughs> my my husband manages a marina and he, he's okay. like oh it's getting hot it's getting hot yeah, so he turned his up just just the other day but uh yeah it, it's it's coming along I am very particular when it comes to my labels and if they are not exactly right I will just sit on a product and stare at it until I have figured it out and I finally got my lotion um labels where I want them and now I'm like I think I need a different bottle I might have already got a hundred of these, but I think I need to go with a different bottle. I think I can go with that. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I do. Um, so I know you said you're going to be at that festival and I've seen yep. that you're at other festivals. So that's another way people can find you. Yep. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying you know, to you, get out more. And don't you have your products in some, some stores? Yes. So um, in Mountain Home, you will see my products in Hello, Be- Hello Gorgeous, which is over by Carstel Chest. 
And then I'm uh, at Jordan Marina. And then I'm at the Elementary Boutique in Melbourne and Wallace Woodworks in Mountain View. Awesome. Well, that is yeah. awesome. So I thank you very much. Is Oh, I have one question. It's a yes. question I'm going to ask everyone on this podcast. If you could put up a billboard here, what would you put on it? You could put anything on the billboard. What would it say? Shop local. Oh, I love it. Yes, because we should, shouldn't yeah. we? And it's really yeah. easy to shop local here because we don't have all the big places exactly and we have some really good yes really great small businesses that offer great quality products even even like I have found some places that um are off the beaten path that I love some there's a pottery place in um Selsville that has some beautiful beautiful pieces and you know there's the boutiques that offer great things and I mean even more than that you know we've gone to several like you know the fishing don't quote me on names. I can't remember the names, uh, but we go to like the fishing places and we talk to these people and they're so knowledgeable about, you know, what their product is, what the best yeah. thing is that's working in our area. Um, you know, well, they know people here on my podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so it's really good. Uh, I would say shop local, maybe have like, you know, a little tag for my business name down there, but uh, for sure, something about shopping local. Shop, shop local small. is good because you know a, a billboard should only have ten words on it max, so you win. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Whitney. I appreciate you coming and telling us about your soap. I know I'm excited to go try some. I haven't had a chance to yet, and um, I look forward to meeting you someday okay. in real life. <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.